talent. Why are you in the streets? Uh, I couldn't afford the rent. The rent went up, and they tore down a bunch of motels. And when before they tore them down, they you know we were evicted. You know, yeah, just can't afford the rent. Tesla showed up, and the rent went up. Private Economic Development Authority, and the previous one having been a major Tesla enabler, we wanted to dig into our archive episodes and hear back from residents in our community like Alan, who feel Teslafied. Here, that's a code word for not being able to keep up with gentrification, rising rents, demolished motels, luxury apartments, inflation. I'm your host, Nico Columbant, the coordinator of our town Reno, which includes this podcast. First, a word from our sponsor, and then back to this week's episode, which will start from some of our archive audio with Alan feeling Teslified. Welcome. Hello. We are the Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Podcasts. Client services. Special projects. Documentaries. We are a production center at, at the, the Reynolds, Reynolds School, School of, of Journalism. Journalism. The Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab. Maybe 98% of the people think we suck. So then we have 2% that might like us. If we run that at high numbers, we don't have very many people that like us, even at 2%. That's Alan, 59, who gets disability checks but says he can't afford any housing in Reno. He blames Tesla and other new companies in the area for pushing prices up and causing motels to be demolished. He says he was recently evicted from a motel room. Our reporters for this episode are Prince Nesta and Jordan Blevins. Right now we are in the city plaza and Prince Nesta. And I'm Jordan Blevins. Yeah, we were just walking around and we found these terrible conditions, people sitting in the streets. And hey, what's your name? My name's Alan. Why are you on the streets? Uh, I couldn't afford the rent. The rent went up. And they tore down a bunch of motels. And when before they tore them down, they you know, we were evicted, you know. Yeah, just can't afford the rent. Tesla showed up and the rent went up. How long have you been living in the streets? Three years. A year straight. The first two years weren't so bad. A year now straight with no help. And how long have you lived in Reno? About 40 years. Since 76. I mean, since 76, then I guess you've seen the city change. Is it bad right now? Is this the worst time to be in Reno? Uh, yeah, it seems like the economy here. Needs, you know, everything went up. Again, I'll blame Tesla, you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy. We have industry coming, give gaming competition, what have you. You know, business is business. We're a commerce. But, you know, I can't afford the rent. Nobody thought about me. I'm also handicapped. You know, so, so, and I, you know, they take your food stamps when you're out here. You're, I'm starving to death, and there's really no resources, and the, it's hard for me to get to the only one resource they have. What resource is that? That's hopes. You got to be there at 8 o'clock in the morning or you don't get anything. That's retarded. I can't get there at 8 o'clock in the morning. I might, you know, I'm homeless. I'll be waking up trying to get my, where I'm going to put my belongings, you know. So there's a lot going on before 8 o'clock. What, do you believe that the homelessness is like a city issue, or do you believe it's more of a community issue? 
I think it's uh, both. I think the city and the community needs to come together and address the drug and the alcohol addiction. I'm not addicted to anything. You know, you need to address people like me who don't come out here and we're sober. And we're just out here because there's nowhere else to go. And then we're being told we can't be here because we might be breaking some. You've criminalized the homeless is what you've done. You know, I'm not a criminal. So how do you want me to react to you? You might think my attitude sucks or I'm angry because I'm reacting to you criminalizing me. You know? How old are you? Um, be 59. 59. Well, 59. And I mean, you see a lot in the streets, right? What sort of challenges do you go through? Well, like getting around, for me, some people have uh, food issues, you know, eating uh, and, and, and stuff, you know, where to put stuff, lots of grocery carts, that, you know, those are stolen items, so they're frowning on that. But the issue is just, you know, everybody would like to have a place to stay, you know, where we can become uh, hoarders, you know, and buy stuff, you know, be, be people, you know, be like everybody else. But, uh, yeah, uh, getting around for me, but a lot of homeless issues is where you put your stuff. Did you work, uh, where did you work prior to being on the streets? I worked in maintenance. I was a truck driver, did some maintenance work, you know, uh, but then I broke my back. And I didn't get it fixed right away, so I have many physical issues, hearts, my heart. I, mean, I really shouldn't even be out here. I have congested heart failure at the moment. And then I've been recently healed from spider bites from sleeping out here. That's okay, you know, it's... But it's hard. I'm to that point where I'm tired of it. That one year whooped me out here. What are some things you think this... Because you said it's both that you believe it's both a city and a community problem. So what are some things that you would hope they would realize or, you know, for help with regard to help? Well, first thing, it's going to take money. Nothing's free, so let's, let's be real. My experience out here is most of the community is hateful towards us. Uh, you wouldn't give us a plug nickel or the time of day uh, I'd say I'd give that a number maybe 98% of the people think we suck so then we have 2% that might like us if we run that at high numbers we don't have very many people that like us even at 2% that's just in my top of my head you know people looking from the towers they see us down here did anybody think how embarrassed we are are you thinking what I'm how I feel out here I don't care how much money you got but it's going to take money I think somebody ought to come up with some money. What would be your advice to the people in the town? Right. I would ask the homeowners and the community, the condominium owners, especially these downtown Arlington Towers, Park Towers, local churches, how about 1%? Let's take all the money, gather up the gross, and take 1% of it and see if that could help some homeless people. They closed down all the motels, uh, you know, and a lot of low-income people were living there. Our, our issue here is low-income housing. See, I only get X amount of dollars a month. I do not have enough Social Security to pay rent anywhere in Reno, period. And my beautiful, loving government says, we can't help you. I only get what I got. I can't get any more. So you have to resell. I need $300 more right now. At $200, I can get get a place to live. Who's going to give me that $200? Bucks? Would you, you know, how are we going to solve that issue? And how long were you a truck driver? How long did you work? A few years, you know. Or how, how long have you paid into the Social Security system? Is what I I'm don't talking. know. It's been years. I couldn't tell you. I, you know, I'd work here, work there. Yeah. Yeah, I was a three, four-year guy job and then go to another one, you know. 
I did a lot of things, jack of all trades. So if I'm understanding you correctly, is it safe to say that you've worked a lot of years and you've paid into the Social Security, yeah. but you're receiving not as much as you... No, had? my situation was everybody's different. Uh, when I when I got into Social Security, uh, it's something I don't want to talk about. Uh, they gave it to me, you know, I, unfortunately I had to sue the government to get it. You know, uh, and I should have got probably more, but I just took what I could get, you know, because I'm sick. You know, like I said, I'm out here handicapped. I'm not even getting any services for that. Are you on disability at all? Yeah. Oh, you are? Okay. So you're... And I'm, I'm, I couldn't pay any rent this morning. I'm waiting for them to the city to get back with me. I asked for help. When you said you couldn't pay rent this morning, are you currently living in like a motel or no, something? No, I'm right here. You're right here. I sleep right here. This is everything I own right here. This is my sleeping bag. Um, you said you sleep right here. Any problems with the police? Yeah, we sleep. We're not. Well, actually, I can't tell you where I sleep for safety reasons. But yeah, we're we're, we're really not allowed to sleep here. We're not allowed to sleep on the river anymore either. You have a family? No, they're all gone. If they're here, then you know they're not they're not interested in me. I don't know where they're at. When was the last time you saw your family? It's been over 10 years. Yeah. Don't really care. Yeah. Oh, I don't care I'm out here. Oh, Nobody cares children. that I'm out here or anybody's out here. How many children do you have? I have one. And a wife? None. Just me. You saw your child right now. What did you tell him? Oh, oh. Tell me how to let me have a place on this old man. <laughs> I tell you, you take care of your elder. In part two of our archive episode about being Teslified, we'll now listen to Jackson. He dropped out of the rat race where he used to have maintenance jobs but felt burnt out after mental health challenges. With little savings, he couldn't afford anything and avoided shelters because of his anxiety. He says many people are just one paycheck away from his situation, with new industries like Tesla still driving up costs. I kind of had a nervous breakdown about six years ago and kind of got off of out of the circle of life, so to speak. And pretty much it's just been a downhill spiral. I just haven't been able to pick myself back up. Basically, it was a like a domino effect. It was it took a little bit of time, but one I mean it was I split up with my wife, moved, got more responsibility at work. And then just the depression of not being around people that I want to be around, stuff like that. My, my, the way I felt when I started having the breakdown was I wanted to sleep all the time. And then all of a sudden it's just I wanted, all I wanted to do is drink and not do anything other than, you know, numb the pain. You know, it's hard to look for work when you're dirty. I mean, it's just all the way around it's just a bad situation the way that I usually get money is by either scrapping you know going around looking for aluminum cans stuff like that day labor whatever I can get my hands on at the time 
Well, I've seen everything from somebody stabbing one another for something as simple as a cigarette. I've seen, you know, the drugs out here on the street, the, you know, the meth and all that stuff. It drives these guys nuts. I mean, they stay up for four or five days at a time. And some of the stuff that they do is just, I mean, you want to help them, but you can't get through to them. I mean, they'll do everything from go out here and jump in the water in the middle of wintertime to, I mean, it's just crazy the drugs that are out there. Uh, because of my anxiety and stuff like that, I can't stay around other people. I'll never sleep. I, I can't stay in the shelters. It just drives me almost insane. Uh, I usually stay wherever the dark, uh, dark place is, out of the way, whether it be a bush or behind a wall, whatever. I just want a place to stay and a place to work. That's all I want. Type of work really doesn't matter to me at this point. I, I just, I mean, washing dishes, it doesn't matter to me. Most people are probably one paycheck away from being where I'm at. I mean, anything can happen. If you don't want to be in my spot, plan for the future. As far as more people becoming homeless and basically... Yes, I believe that it's going to get worse. There's a lot of industry here in town. They're driving up the cost of apartments. Can't hardly get into even a extended stay motel anymore. The other deal is there's a couple property owners here in town that are buying up some of the like downtown on like Fourth Street and stuff, where a lot of the financially challenged people live. And a lot of those people are on fixed income. You know, they're getting Social Security checks, stuff like that. And if they raise the rent, they don't have a place to go. I've got lots of regrets. Uh, probably too numerous to count. Probably the biggest one that I regret is not asking for help when I had my nervous breakdown. Now a word from two other Reno podcasts you should be listening to, and then after that we'll go back to our episode about what it's like to be Teslified. Do you want to keep up on what's happening in the local art community? Double Scoop always has the scoop on that. Want to know which exhibitions, parties, and other art events are happening this weekend? Follow us on Instagram at DoubleScoopNevada and listen to KWNK 97.7 FM for our Short Scoop Art Events Roundup. If you're an artist and you're looking for places to show your work, we have lots of opportunities listed right now. To find them, visit doublescoop.art events and filter for Call for Artists. If you'd like to follow all of our art news and meet local artists, you can sign up for our email lists at doublescoop.art. Do you like podcasts? Well, we have a podcast from you. This is Sean from Up in the Mix. This is Della Foto. Do you like to get into uh, random wormholes of conversation? Do you like to learn about the culture from sneakers to hip-hop music to basketball? Then we have a podcast just for you. We have one called Up in the Mix. It is available on all streaming platforms from Spotify to Apple. Check us out, upinthemix.live, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Salud! Salud!
We will conclude this archive episode with Tex, who says, whatever the reason, it's important for the unhoused to stick together. He says being Teslified can mean people freezing to death on the streets of Reno. The interview was also with our former R-Town Reno reporters, Prince Nesta and Jordan Blevins. Of course, a lot of good old friends, they died out here freezing to death because they had nowhere to go. And the shelter, I don't care if they have space, I will not ever go there. Why? Why is that? Why? That's powerful. Why? Why is that? Because it's nothing but disease, germ. It's just nasty. People fighting all the time. I mean, if I'm going to have to fight, I'm going to fight on my own grounds. I don't want to have to go somewhere to try to get a nice sleep, you know, and have to fight for what I have. Now, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it on my own and have my family around. We keep, like, all these carts right here, that's all family. They meant, they're not all here right at the moment, especially one of them, my brother. He'd probably be yelling, screaming at me for speaking to y'all. But I don't care. Shit needs to be said. So you said you come from Texas. Where in Texas? Raised, Midland, Odessa. Mm. Midwest. How did you find yourself in the streets of Reno? I got stuck here. I left Missouri, running a sawmill, ended up here with a friend of mine I hired at the mill. We ended up here and he left me here. So I hit the street. And you mentioned that this time round you've been in the streets for five weeks. But in total, how long have you been in the streets for? Probably eight, nine years. That's a long time. Yeah. It's like you've gone through enough, though. Yeah, I know how to live. Can't knock me down. I got more metal in my legs, and I feel every screw right now in every pin. So how did you deal with the medical bills? What was that like? I don't know. They just sent me the bills. I don't read them. Yeah. I got Medicaid. I got food stamps. I can still get that. City's doing that part. They are. I'll say that. You can still go down and eat lunch, you know. And then we got church groups. That's where I got the coat from, from church group. This 100% wool. I can't just throw this in the washer. It's going to cost me dry cleaning bill. Do you, do you also get your food from church groups? So how do you yeah, get oh your yeah. food? Oh, yeah. Got the Church Without Walls have been coming down there the whole time I've been out and around this area. Now they're on this side over here on Thursday nights. They give out coffee and food and have cooked meals. There's other church groups. And, of course, you got the shelter. You can go over there and eat lunch. Not the best. And you got to put up with the worst in the, of the homeless because they're fighting all the time. What would you say would be the hardest part about being homeless in the wintertime with all the snow, especially right now, Reno has been snowing pretty much a lot pretty lately? Yeah, it's probably the worst I've seen since I've been out here in it, but it's good that that's why we keep a tight knit group family. We all help each other with blankets. We see somebody that shows up, needs help, hungry or whatever. If we got it, we share it. That's the way it is. We might be homeless, but if we got it, you know, if I got a couple of bucks in my pocket, I see some cat that needs help, here you go. Don't go buy booze, go get something to eat. So, would you like to get any help in this cold winter circumstances? What do you mean? Like, it's cold, what type of help would you like to get? Oh, just, for the most part, the 
most of us, we all acclimate pretty well. So pretty much just somewhere, I mean, like the amphitheater is a good spot. I understand when they got events going summertime, you know, we stay out of there summertime, no problem. We don't need to cover unless it's raining and pouring. But it's just, I mean, leave us alone. Yeah, I mean, if we're not bothering, I mean, if they're leaving a mess, I go up and clean up. I, a lot of us do. We go up and clean up behind other homeless. And like, come on, man, you're going to lay there. Just pick up after yourself and move on. I don't can, you, can you describe what a night is like living? Because, I mean, many of the people listening might not have experienced this. So what would you? De- how would you describe a night living in the snow and the cold temperatures? Some people can't even imagine it, and you're out here living it. Uh, well... Like I said, once again, you got to get acclimated to the weather and make sure you got plenty of blankets, keep everything covered, and tarps. Tarps and socks keep your feet dry, especially keeping you get jungle right quick. You ain't got to be in the jungle to get jungle right. I mean, this is this could be a Vietnam for us out here 24-7 had an issue with uh, going to jail because of your homelessness situation? Well, yeah. How so? Can you describe that a little bit? All the time. They just, they come after us. They did when I was here during the summertime. Like I said, they just come straight to me. Text. What? You're in a public park. Where's the bottle at? In my pocket. I said, it's cold out here. I said, give me the cuffs. I'll put them on. Let's roll. I got three. I got three hots in the cot. I'll be out by the end of the weekend. Let's go. I don't yeah. care. It's, it's senseless just messing with the homeless. I mean, I know there's a lot of homeless that just get out of line. Yeah. Uh, yeah a lot of the homeless, they just they mess it up for everybody else. They make us look bad. It ain't right. If there was someone listening to this right now, um, what would you like to tell them in terms of, like, what sort of help would you like to get if you need any help? Well, for the most part, well, I can't say leave us alone because, like I said, there's some bad people that are messing it up. But a better a better place because the shelter is not it. That's how it is. It's just not right. Thank you for listening to this Our Town Reno podcast episode. Here we have stories about gentrification, life on the streets, the affordable housing crisis. Find us on Facebook at Our Town Reno, at OurTownReno.com, and on Instagram at Biggest Little Streets. Check back in for next week's episode or delve into our archives. And remember, help each other out. <laughs>